We meet today in Ecclesiastes chapter 12. For our study today, we are looking at verse 1 to verse 8. We have seen the experiments that Solomon made in life. He is probably the only man who ever lived who was able to experiment in all of these different fields of life. What was his goal? He was attempting to find a solution and satisfaction apart from God. Throughout the book of Ecclesiastes, the key expression has been under the sun. Solomon tried nature and natural science as his first experiment. Many people today feel that they will solve their problems by getting back to nature. That's exactly what Solomon did. You see, in other cities, in other countries, there is a great exodus out of the cities, into the suburbs and beyond the suburbs, even into the rural areas or into farming communities. Maybe a little cabin by the lake or by the river or up in the mountains. What is their arguments? Let us get away from it all. Let's get back to nature. Well, this didn't solve Solomon's problems, and I don't think it will solve our problems again. So Solomon tried wisdom and philosophy. He tried pleasure, materialism. He experimented with fatalism. He tried living simply for self, egotism. He turned to religion, and he found ritual but no reality. Then he tried to find the answer of the questions of life in wealth. Finally, he tried the good life, the moralist, the life of the moralist, which he found to be an insipid sort of existence. And I think that is why the young people today rebel against just a good moral life. Solomon now comes to his final conclusion in this chapter before us. And the chapter before us, chapter 12, Ecclesiastes, gives us a poetic picture of old age. This chapter is going to have something for the young person and for the senior citizen as well. Both ends of the spectrum of life meet here. Remember now your creator in the days of your youth, before the difficult days come and the years draw near when you will say, I have no pleasure in them. Now, let's note a few things here. Difficult days here are times of trouble. Pleasureless years refer to the time of life during which disabilities and infirmities, perhaps even old age, hinder the enjoyment of those pleasures. There is little time for repentance and faith and no time for lifetime of obedience, you see. Since there is no certainty of life, the admonition is, remember now your creator, not only in youth, but more specifically in the present part of your youth, in order to allow days for a fruitful life. You see, you do not know when you will die. You do not know when your life will end. Therefore, now when you are living, remember your Creator, And also remember that disabilities, infirmities, and other 
hindrances to life which may even include old age may prevent you from doing the things that you would want to do for God. It is no good to say, I wish I was still young. I wish I could do this for God. This is the time to serve God. In view of the fact that nothing under the sun can satisfy human heart, Solomon says, get back to God. While you are young, make your decision for God. While you are able, make your decision for God. While your hands and your feet can still take you and do some work of service in the name of God, do it now. Procrastination is the thief of time. Make hay while the sun shines. All these statements have been used to talk of the urgent need to make best use of times that we are able. You see, it is going to be obvious why this should be done. Solomon will paint a picture of old age, and it is not a pretty picture, by the way. Whether we like it or not, we don't want to get old, but that is the direction all of us are going. The other time, I was thinking I could still run as I used to do when I was a high scholar, and I discovered that I could not run as fast as them. The breathing after attempting to run so hard was hard. And the reality of old age slowly but surely comes and engulfs all of us. So that's a sad picture. It's not a pretty one. Nevertheless, it is your picture and my picture in old age. We will look at this picture, Solomon Pains of Old Age. It is a tremendous picture now. While the sun and the light, the moon and the stars are not darkened, and the clouds do not return after the rain. Ecclesiastes 12, verse 2. Now, does he mean that the sun, the moon and the stars, the lights are all going to go out? Well, what he means here is that you don't see them as you used to see them. When you get old, you can go out and have a great day. But believe me, you must take three or four days to rest after that. What is happening? You are no longer seeing what you used to see. The effect of the sun, the moon, and the stars, and the lights are getting dimmer. In the day, when the keepers of the house tremble, and the strong men bow down, when the grinders cease because they are few, and those that look through the windows grow dim. Ecclesiastes 12, verse 3. You see, those that look through the windows which grow dim is referring to the eyes you are no longer seeing properly. But in this section, there is a graphic description of the decline of life. Those years following the time of youth and young adulthood. You see the gradual decay creeping over the body. You, you, sometimes when you hear this, you say, don't talk of decay. But that's the reality, my friend. The body will be overtaken by that decay. But this body is just the dwelling place of the spirit is depicted in the figures of a house and its parts. That's what 
Solomon is doing. He looks at the body and he says, the body is like a house. And so the description goes on to describe a house. What do you see at the house? You see the keepers of the house. They are the arms, the hands. They are the ones who keep, who tend, who look after the house. The strong men are the legs or the bones. Um which take you to places when you are having to run the strong man. Then the grinders are the teeth that you use to chew your food and you, you cut it into bits and pieces, beginning the process of digestion. And those who look through the windows are the eyes. So there is your house basically described, but describing the body that has been invaded by the natural way of life, which is decay. Paul tells us in Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 4, For we who are in this tent, grown, being burdened, you see, when old urges even come, in this body of ours, it is a groan. Actually, Dr. McGee calls it scriptural groan. When you get old, you will groan, because your knees hurt you when you come up or down the steps. The keepers of the house shall tremble. You see, your, your hands will be trembling. And you see, you can't even hold a cup. You are trembling. An old person gets himself a walking stick to support his failing limbs. You need something that supports you. Why? Because the strong man will be tired. The strong man can even also describe the shoulders which now bow, the bones and the legs. They are no longer erect. Instead of standing up, you are bending down. When you are young, you had broad shoulders. When you get old, you will be stooped over. Well, my friend, the strong men are bowing themselves. They don't stay back like they once did. The shoulders begin to round off. And I can assure you, my friend, it is more comfortable that way. It is a preparation, as it were, to simply be shrouded because you are going one direction. The grinders cease because they are few. The grinders, the teeth. You are going to lose your teeth as you get old. It falls one, it falls one, until you are even having sometimes to have uh, dentures be put into you. As you get old, you will need some bridges put into your mouth or even to just have supplied dentures, a full set of them. And then, of course, the failing eyesight is another thing to just to think about. So you see that the windows get darkened. These things don't look quite as bright as once they did. Even where there is light, you will see it as a winking light. It is not that bright. Ecclesiastes 12 verse 4 tells us here, When the doors are shut in the streets and the sound of the grinding is low, when one rises up at the sound of a bird, and all the daughters of music are brought low. Now, the doors which are shut in the street is probably a reference to the mouth 
which closes with the two lips. This could picture the lips as closed and drawn in because the teeth are now gone, leaving the sound of grinding as the munching and the sucking of toothless gums here. The voice of the aged man becomes high-pitched as a bird, yet the organs of speech, the daughters of music, fail, or perhaps his hearing is so impaired that the man cannot hear the music. When one rises at the sound of a bird, that is talking of something also, when we are getting old, we rise up at the sound of the bird. Any little noise disturbs the sleep. All the daughters of music shall be brought low. You don't find too many older people singing in the choirs anymore today. <laughs> the voice gets thinner and it's get hard to carry even a tune. I found that true for myself. When I was a little boy, I could sing and undulate my voice as much as I want. But now my voice is kind of set. I either just sing a, a bass tune or simply an accompanying tenor rather than moving from any voice level. I can't do that anymore. You see, even the people who once had beautiful singing voices lose the quality of their voices as they get old. Those of us who never could sing very well should realize that they had better opportunity to praise God in our hearts. All the daughters of music are brought low. Now he continues on as he speaks of old age. And now to me, it gets to the place where it is tragic because we are looking at the psychological effects of old age. Also, they are afraid of height and of terrors in the way. When the almond tree blossoms, the grasshopper is a burden, and desire fails, for man goes to his eternal home, and the mourners go about the streets. Ecclesiastes 12 verse 5. You see, the aged man's white hair is pictured here as a full-bloomed almond tree. Though almond blossoms are pink, they turn white as they fall from the tree. Probably the allusion to the grasshopper is a reference to the aged man himself, who in his aged giant, bent with the years, may exhibit some resemblance of the animal that are mentioned. This man finds pleasure in nothing, and all of his desires fail. His eternal home is the grave. Thus, ending his bodily existence. There was revealed to Paul, however, a more profound hope in Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 1 to verse 10, a hope of being with the Lord. You may find that a young person who enjoyed flying will be a victim of fear once old age slipped upon him. Little things will disturb him, little things that didn't disturb him at all, when he was young, and the terrors in the way, you will not enjoy things as much as you once did. You will worry and wonder about things you never even thought of before, terrors in the way. And the senior citizen is going to turn white on top 
or else there won't be anything left on the top of his head. It is one way or the other. How can a little grasshopper be a burden? Well, when old age comes in, little things that never used to bother now become a burden. We love our grandchildren dearly and enjoy having them with us, but after a while we are glad to see them go home again. What happens? Strength fails, endurance fails, patience fails. Many little things become a burden. And then we are brought to this word, desire fails. That means even romance will be gone. Desire to eat will be gone. Even the understanding and the, the inclination towards pleasure will be gone. It is no longer an issue to talk about when old age has come upon you. You can try to act as if you are just as young as you were, but you cannot fool anyone. Dr. McGee tells of a time when he was listening to an evangelist who had just married a young girl. He hopped on the platform and jumped in the air and he said, I'm just as young as I ever was. <laughs> he was fooling nobody but himself. And it is reported that he died shortly after that. Why even desire fails? For man goes to his eternal home and the mourners go about the street. That is, death is getting near. That's the picture of old age, my friend. Remember your creator before the silver cord is loosed or the golden bowl is broken or the pitcher scattered at the fountain or the wheel broken at the well. Ecclesiastes 12 verse 6. The picture here is probably that of life poured out or ended. The golden bowl, referring to the lampstand, breaks when the silver cord, which hangs it from the roof, is cut. When the bowl holding the oil, which supplies the flame, is broken, or the pitcher, the light is consequently extinguished. We also see here a list of the organs of the body, and it is talking here at the end, they no longer function. The silver cord is actually referring to the spinal cord. The golden bowl is the head, the bowel of the brain. The functioning of the brain decreases in its efficiency as one gets older. And at death it ceases to function at all. The pitcher is the lungs there. The pitcher is broken at the fountain. That means the will is the heart. The will broken at the system, it is no longer pumping the blood through the body. All of this is a picture of the deterioration of old age leading to death. You see, my friend, life cannot be sustained without the functioning of these organs. And we are told that these organs will begin to pack up and not function as they ought to. Then the dust will return to the earth as it was, and the Spirit will return to God who gave it. Ecclesiastes 12 verse 7 Now we are told here 
The spirit will return to the Lord who gave it. There is no soul sleep. I wish the people who, who try to use verses from the book of Ecclesiastes to support the idea of soul sleep, I wish they would read on until they get to this verse. The body sleeps, but the spirit or the soul returns to God who gave it. Let me repeat that the New Testament assures us that to be absent from the body means to be present with the Lord. The soul immediately returns to God. The body is just a tabernacle or a tent that we live in. It is just the outer covering. The soul goes back to the Lord. Ecclesiastes 12 verse 8 Vanity of vanities, says the preacher, all is vanity. Young men, life is empty if you are just living for here and now. One day you will find that all you have in your hand is a fistful of ashes. And you will have eternity ahead of you. An unknown author said this statement, and I'm sure it will be of help to you and me. When as a child I laughed and wept, time crept. When as a youth I dreamed and talked, time walked. When I became a full-grown man, time ran. When older still I daily grew, time flew. Soon I shall find in traveling on time gone. My friend, where are you at this point? Before time is gone, remember your creator. The psalmist writes, So teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts to wisdom. Psalm 90 verse 12 And wisdom is the Lord Jesus Christ. May the Lord give us the grace to grow older gracefully. And to grow older gracefully is to start by remembering the Creator. And that is a privilege for you and me to be able to hear God speak to us in such a manner. Wise are we to take to heart and apply the wisdom contained in this book. You can have copies of the notes and outlines used for these Living Word for Africa programs so you can follow them as you listen. For your copies, please send an email to info at twrafrica.org. Please say which book of the Bible you want them for and be sure to include your name and contact information. Let me repeat that email address for you. Info at twrafrica.org.